0: And welcome back to Trauma Transformed, the podcast, and the third installment of the Safe Space sessions. I have uh, recently been learning a lot about myself in lots of different ways and I just want to acknowledge the consistently inconsistent nature of the safe space sessions. I have been learning over the last couple of weeks how to create my own safe space and for me uh, the process um, in which I do things has always been a continuous cycle of learning and then sharing and learning and then sharing. And so hence the, a bit of a delay in the podcast coming to you. But honestly, I'm in a time of my life at the moment where there's just so many, um, shifts and changes are happening and, uh, so much evolving for me is happening at the moment. Um, I recently started seeing somebody. And if you have listened to my first episode of this podcast, you will have heard my story. And you would have heard that I have, um, before this been in a string of really unhealthy relationships. And that was a continuous cycle for me. And, um, I've been working really hard to break that cycle. And so recently I've started seeing somebody and that spring been bringing a lot of stuff to the surface for me. And I have been so doing a lot of processing and uh, a lot of creating, um, Yeah, safe spaces within myself, learning how to trust myself, trust my voice, trust, um, that I can keep myself safe and, um, trusting that it's safe for me to move forward. And so today I want to talk about, um, the process of self-knowledge, uh, because if knowledge is power, then self-knowledge must be self-power. And so, If you can learn how to do this, then you can learn how to create a life that feels much more in alignment with who you are and your needs and uh, your processes as a human being. So if you're keen to learn all about how you can tap into more of your own inner healing powers um, then stick around right till the end because I'm going to share with you the very methods and approaches that I use, uh, to help me keep moving the needle forward in my life, even when I'm working through old trauma as I am at the moment. So yeah, I am an onion. Uh, a layered human, um, with lots of layers and I'm not special there. I, we all have, uh, never ending layers. Um, and we're all never ending onions and I think. The sooner that we can sort of accept that healing is a process, it's called healing, it's not called healed, right? We are constantly processing things, constantly doing work um, as human beings. We're designed to evolve and change. And I think the sooner that we can accept that we don't have to be these perfectly healed, evolved specimens, um, the better it is for us to settle into the process and to actually kind of enjoy the process as well. Cause it takes so much pressure off, um, off yourself. So a little fun fact about me. And before I tell you this, I want to preframe by saying I didn't, and I don't really believe in labels, um, or saying that I'm this or that I'm that because who we are is completely fluid and flexible. And due to neuroplasticity of the brain, we're able to change our identities and our personalities. Um, but recently I've realized like a lot of other females out there, Uh, at the moment, probably going through the same thing that I have most likely been experiencing symptoms of dyslexia and ADHD my whole life. For me, I'm just starting to learn about what that looks like for me in my life and how that affects me. The really amazing thing, the really powerful thing for me was not the label of dyslexia or ADHD, but how, um, understanding and how that the knowledge of that and uh, helping to, I guess, join the dots and things together actually helped me to understand myself on a really deep level. And therefore, understanding myself um, more helped me to be a lot kinder to myself, a lot more compassionate and helped me to then, um, I guess, make space for that part of me uh in my life and make allowances and just give myself a bit of a break. And that in itself, that realization in itself was really kind of healing. So even though it was light and for me and freeing for me to learn this about myself, the beneficial part wasn't actually the label. It was the knowledge that I gained from knowing myself and um now i know that i can start to meet myself where i'm at and i can start to work with myself instead of against myself and there is so much power in that because that's going to help me to move forward much easier when i'm working with myself instead of against myself so self knowledge equals self power it's a pretty easy concept um, to understand, right? So you're probably thinking, yeah, cool. Like, How are you going to make a whole podcast out of this? Well, the problematic part of that is that putting these uh, theories into practice um as humans is actually kind of hard because we spend our whole lives trying to run away from ourselves. And you're probably doing it in some way, shape or form within your life right now. And How are we ever supposed to get to know ourselves if we're constantly trying to run away from ourselves and run away from the truth of what is happening in our lives at the moment? We run away from ourselves for many reasons, and we do it in many different ways through numbing our pain, putting our heads in the sand, sweeping things under the rug, turning a blind eye. How many more metaphors and cliche sayings can I put together in in one place, do you think? (laughs) Look, I understand why we do it and why we run away from ourselves and the need to do it Um because we want to avoid the pain. And more accurately, we want to avoid the perceived pain of dealing with the truth of who we believe we are. And we feel like if we stop and face what's going on inside, then we have to, you know, Deal with our shitty belief systems or somebody might see that we're not perfect or that we get things wrong or we might have to admit something about ourselves and that might be perceived as weakness or not right. And that's pretty scary to, to think of it in that way. And so it's a natural response to want to get away from that. And I totally understand it's a survival strategy for most people, but the irony of the situation is that not dealing with what is going on inside is what perpetuates the pain that we find ourselves in or that we perceive. So we try to run away from these things, but we don't realize that before we ran away, we actually subconsciously packed up all of our emotional baggage and we just took it with us. And I realized some years ago that it actually... Was really, really hard to run away from myself. Like it physically, mentally and emotionally is impossible. Eventually I decided to really look at it and stop and deal with it. And maybe that's where you're at now. Maybe you've been here for some time and you're just starting to take control of your life and you're starting to do something about it. Um, and you're starting to stop and kind of examine things and and look at things. And the good news. Is that facing yourself and getting to know yourself isn't actually always a really hard and uncomfortable process. And even when it is the benefits of working through that and going through the process far outweigh the weight of actually carrying it around. And once you start the process, you actually start to form this really powerful relationship within yourself because finally, someone and that someone being you is giving you the attention and the time and the love that you have always craved. When you s- decide to stop and pay attention to yourself, you actually get curious about what's going on inside you. And it's like telling that little person within that feels rejected and and feels like she's alone or he's alone or... They are alone. It's like saying to them, I want to know what's happening with you. I think that you are important and I think that you are worthy of my time. And that in itself is life changing, regardless of the knowledge that you gain and you will gain a lot. Um, just the knowing on an unconscious level that you care enough to pay some attention to yourself and your feelings is life changing. We all want that, right? We all want to feel like we matter enough for somebody to ask us how our day was or ask us how we're going, Um, for somebody to care about our feelings. But just to add to the list of cliches that I've already rambled off, it really does have to start with you. If you don't care enough to stop and get curious about what's going on with you, about how you feel, about all the things that you're experiencing, then would it even matter if somebody else did? The other piece of good news is that you actually don't need to hire anyone to start this process. And I maybe shouldn't be saying this because I'm a trauma coach, but this process, like you can start for free for yourself. And I'm going to give you some strategies at the end of this that will help you to start to become your own trauma coach. Because we actually do have all the knowledge and the information that we need to, he- to heal ourselves and to solve our own problems within us. So how does knowing yourself help you to heal trauma? Aside from your younger self knowing that you're worth it, well, it's the process of inquiry that helps you to understand why you feel the way that you feel. And why you react the way you do and why you have the thoughts that you think. If you experience trauma, especially repeated trauma experiences or childhood trauma, then those experiences will be directly affecting your thoughts and feelings and beliefs and reactions. One of the first steps to changing that is understanding why that's happening. So it makes sense that understanding the processes will help you to understand your trauma and understand and awareness is a really big, important step in the healing process. So if you've listened up to here, you've made it to the part where I'm going to share with you actual tools that I use for this process. And I just want to manage your expectations by letting you know that I have obviously been doing this for a long time Um I started this process when I was a little kid. Um, I've always been really interested in uh, why humans do what they do in human behavior. Um, So just know that this may be a process and this may take some time for you to get good at doing this for yourself. But I think the first thing that is needed is to just get curious. Adopt your Dora the Explorer mindset, put your detective hat on and just get curious about what's going on inside you. They say that in order to stop repeating cycles, you need to learn from them and apply them, and so the first step is curiosity, and it's easier said than done in the moment, so I would begin, and it's easier said than done in the moment, so I wouldn't suggest trying to do it when you're in the middle of an emotional event, but after the fact. So try revisiting it in your mind with the intention of trying to understand yourself better. Remember that all your inner child really wants is to be seen and understood. So this attitude in itself of wanting to know what's going on for you can really help. The next thing that I do is I ask myself questions like every good detective. You start with the process of inquiry. Depending on the situation the questions might be different but asking yourself things like why did that upset me so much? How did that situation make me feel? What was the story I was telling myself there and what did I make that situation mean to me? Asking yourself how that situation made you feel is really powerful because quite often we cut ourselves off from our actual emotions. And so allowing yourself to see that in the moment will help you to know for next time how to be aware of where your emotions are taking you. These questions will start to give you a picture of your inner thoughts and your inner processes. So make sure you do write this stuff down. And when you have more information, obviously then you know that for next time you can do things maybe a bit differently. Maybe you had, you needed more boundaries, or maybe you need to avoid certain situations until you've had a chance to work on it or to heal. Or maybe it was just a case of you taking something the wrong way and misunderstanding someone's intentions. But when you have this information regardless of whether anything changes, you know that you have the power to change things. And the final step is getting the lessons and finding a way to apply them. To do this, it goes back to asking yourself really powerful questions. Questions that help you to tap into the unconscious. And it's definitely a skill and it's a skill that I paid a lot of money to learn and I'm extremely good at it now. But for those of you just learning this skill, maybe write these questions down so you can use them later and then elaborate on them and change them to suit you and the, the situation that you're in. A, a super simple question to ask yourself to, to extract the lessons is, what did I learn from this situation that can help me moving forward? And when you actually allow yourself to sit with that question and just let the answers come to you, and and keep asking yourself that question until it's sort of you actually get some useful information. Another good one is, what do I know now that I didn't know before that can benefit me? And lastly, what do I need in order to move past this and feel better about this? And again sitting with yourself give yourself time to answer that allow the questions to sit there for a little while maybe ask them a couple of times and just see what comes up be curious about what comes up when you're curious you're not judging you just simply want to know and I think that's a really important thing to understand is that there doesn't you don't need to judge yourself in this situation because you're just simply trying to find answers and information. When you take away the judgment, you take away the pressure and you take away the fear around what you might find. So learning how to create a judgment-free safe zone for yourself is really important as well. So I know this might sound like a lot of questions and maybe a lot to do, and maybe it might be hard for you to do that right now and to answer them at first. and if that's the case that's perfectly normal and it's perfectly okay. And like I said this is a process but all you do then in those moments is just stay curious. Keep your Dora the Explorer hat on and I promise soon that you'll start to understand yourself on a whole new level and who you are and why you do the things you do will start to make a lot more sense. Um, and that is an important step to change. If you like the sound of becoming your own detective of your own life and you're curious on how you can develop the skill and uh, how you can implement it more in your life, then I actually have created a free giveaway, which is my emotional trigger response kit. And this was actually designed to help you when you are uh, experiencing an emotional trigger, but you can also use it outside of that. You can um, use it to work on the situation after the fact. The first step is to to help you to calm yourself, to get some space from the situation so you can think more clearly, Um, and then to help you work through the situation and the process that we just went through. So finding the lessons and applying them. You can even actually uh, print this off into little cards that you can have with you. Um, So if you want to download the free copy of the Emotional Trigger Response Kit, the link for that will be in my bio over on my Instagram page, the underscore trauma underscore coach or in the show notes of this episode. As always, if you feel the need for more support then uh than a free download, you're absolutely most welcome to send me a DM or follow the link in my bio and book a free 15-minute connect call um, because I would love to chat with you and if you feel you're ready for that next step to move forward then I absolutely invite you to get in touch. And that brings us to the end of the third installment of the Safe Space Sessions. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this podcast helped you and you got something from it. Please DM me with any of your light bulb moments. I love to hear them and I love to know how this is helping you. Um, It gives me the motivation and the energy I need sometimes to produce the next episode. So with that said, I will catch you on the next installment of the Safe Space Sessions on Trauma Transformed, the podcast. Take care, everybody.